Now we return you to the test card and some music. to the pilot take 105 a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present here's jed shepherd and that guy over there is rock jelly aka rock jelly the third which i got questions uh, i don't know if i've brought this up before but uh, no. my other half was the first person to question it she still right. questions it to this day you just have to keep going with it just say what you didn't know i thought we were close <laughs> obviously not is <laughs> the unknown tales of rock jelly the third and like um, when you two get married, yeah, uh, she, she has to become she, her, Mrs. Jelly the Third. The surname will be the third, yeah. Mrs. Jelly the Third. <laughs> she has no choice in this whatsoever. <laughs> uh, how are you, my friend? It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, very good actually. You've been on holiday. I've yeah. been busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been good. Um, today we were meant to meet up to do um, something quite special. Yeah. Special ops today. Yeah, we were. Another a podcast for something else. Um, a big fancy one, but. Um, that didn't happen, uh, which is all right because it was kind of an outside yeah. thing, and it was it's kind of raining today. So I'm dressed for the the, the time of year, like yeah, the 18th yeah, of June yeah. that we're recording this on. Yeah, um, but uh, it, it's it's very much not weather for the 18th of no, June as you would expect at all. This, this is why I believe that global global warming nonsense. Well, you and total, you and Trump, total, total nonsense, mate. <laughs> Fabrication, fake news. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Cancel the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've been good. Holiday was good. Yeah, really nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, very hot. Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, it's a place called wow. Hagada, which is on the Red Sea. It's kind of like an hour south of Cairo. Nice. Most people tend to know where Cairo is, roughly. So yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. sort of down the coast, about an hour. Hour mm. by plane, that is not like an hour by coach. It's about seven hours by coach. Right. Okay. Um, lovely, beautiful weather. Nice. Lovely people in a lovely country. Wow. Yeah. Like just, you have no idea how nice a place is like that until you go. Because you like, yeah, you know, going back to the news thing, you see and hear about places all the time. Yeah. And you just get this one image of it until you go and see it for yourself. You're I've like, got oh. a bad image of Egypt. Well, I have a, one good image, which is um, Mo Salah, one of the greatest yeah, yeah, football players yeah. in the world and obviously he's a hero <clears> there but also their human rights record is awful Egypt's the place where America sends their prisoners when they want to get information out of them yeah um, because there's no rules <laughs> yeah they, I mean there's definitely cultural differences absolutely there is I, yeah. in a huge way you know there's like male female segregation as well I mean that's by the way but we're not going to get into the two deep parts of this in this podcast yeah. we're about TV here but um, <laughs> yeah no it was really interesting it's always I've, I always love going to see other parts of the world yeah it's always great to sort of put some stuff into perspective. To go to the pyramids, see a mummy? No, not the pyramids. We went to the Valley of the Kings. So we yeah. saw the tombs okay, where the pharaohs cool. live. Um, and re- remarkably, um, this is what I'm imparting on my um, you know, people when I'm emperor. Yeah. Um, once you become pharaoh in Egypt, yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. right, they'd start digging your tomb. Do right, they? In the valley, right? So they'd go to the valley, the yeah. kings, mm-hmm. right? And they would start digging a brand new like trench into the mountain. Okay. And they would dig until the day you die. Wow. Right? So imagine ruling for like two, three, four years as a pharaoh, yeah. which, which a lot of them did. You could dig quite a long way in a couple of years, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you think so. 69 years one of those ruled. Wow. That is a long, long tunnel. That's a long tunnel. They don't let you in that one because it's actually, um, it's actually having collapsing issues. Yeah, but, um, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, they just keep digging and digging and digging until you die. And then they stop the day you die. And then the last room that they dug out yeah. is the one you get buried in. What it's I'm worried mi- about, though, is... absolutely mad. In those pyramids... Where, oh, this, get... this, is, well, this is not the pyramids, so I didn't go to the pyramids. Oh, but, okay. But, but know, in the pyramids... In the pyramids themselves, yeah. same sort of thing, but just they built a pyramid as well on top. Yeah. But, like, where if you had a flat-screen TV, yep. how would you put it up in the pyramid? Because it would just be at an angle the whole time. Yeah. That's why they, used to, that's why they invented Lazy Boy set chairs. Ah. So you could be at the exact angle opposite the TV. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We got some sand in my ears from a holiday. <laughs> off to a good start. Anyway, um, what have you been up to? Usual Jed stuff. Just usual, yeah. Just writing, writing, writing. Um, planning for other podcasts and stuff, which hopefully we'll see the light of day um, at some point. Some exciting ones. Um, so yeah, just that. Went to the child's 
Charles play Premier yesterday. Good. Last night. Um, I'm embargoed until actually the embargo is lifted before this episode comes out. So yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Processing the date difference between yeah. us recording and release. Um, no, I, I loved it, and I expected it to be bad, and it was actually really good. Um, Aubrey Plaza was really good, and it helps when like uh, the the PR company who kind of put it on just gave us loads of like Charles Play merch and T-shirts nice. and biscuits with Chucky's face on it and sweet in the all deal. kinds of stuff. Yeah, literally sweet in the deal. Uh, and I'm all about like getting free stuff so yep. yeah unless you walked in and I said to someone who's wearing a child's t-shirt can I have that where can I get the swag do you point me in the direction of free stuff and he's like right over there like cool <laughs> filled up my friend now I'm happy bag yeah um, <laughs> but yeah besides that I've been good watching a lot of TV um, especially for this podcast absolutely well we've got two more shows to do this week uh, we're nearly there by the way folks uh, I know if you've been with us since the start yep. we are nearly at the end We've, uh, yep. there's only 2.1 million shows left to watch so whoa, we're much whoa, closer whoa, than whoa, we were. Whoa, hang on, what? Yeah, I like, did not sign up for this. Yeah, yeah. That will take us months. Yeah, I know. Well, we, we'll be here till at least October. Hang on, so we do one a week uh, times two. Uh, we're here till at least October. Two thousand three thousand one hundred forty four twenty seven. Yeah. 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 Wow. We've got another couple of thousand years left. But <laughs> oh my god. Buckle yourselves in, because here comes two more shows for you. And uh, you get the honour of going first this week, Mr. Jed Shepherd. First up is one of the best uh, or highly rated TV shows around right now. Um, And it is one that's currently on to season two, uh, which is just finished um, in America or over here. I think we're about three or four episodes in. It is the very much lauded Killing Eve. So there isn't really um, an intro uh, theme. No. Um, the, th- the theme that people know from the show is mostly at the end, because at the start of the show, they kind of like to go in a, go in hot. Maybe give you a, like um, a, a unique song each time to kind of give you the theme of the episode. <laughs> there isn't a real regular theme at the start of each episode. No. This is um, something I've come to realise. In the last, I would say, probably three or four months of doing the pilot podcast, we've heard some amazing theme songs we even had a special episode about it we did take 100 <laughs> if you want to listen back to our favourite five uh, uh, we thought of and we performed uh, with our good friend Kenny great, on the acoustic great guitar. episode yep. um, Gladiators was the best obviously um, <laughs> but we had some amazing theme songs that you know, have become iconic songs just separate from the shows themselves and the second you hear them you know of the, the TV show and then we've had lots of titles Absolutely. Another one of mine. Um, you know, and we have some other title sequences yep. which have not really had song qualities to them, but sort of audio signatures. There is there's yeah, a little something pieces. something at the end of the episode mm-hmm. and as subsequent episodes as well of Killing yeah. Eve, which is this kind of weird Kind of harpsichordy, kind of yeah. It, um, it sounds like um, uh, massive, um, very massive attack, massive attack, very yeah. massive attack, yeah. Uh, especially teardrop, yeah. Ding, 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 well, ding, I mean, ding, any ding. massive attack. So yeah. it's just got that very sort of um, trip hop ambient trip hop, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and it's it's quite mysterious. Yeah, it's quite mysterious sounding. And also has kind of level of coolness. Um, and I think this show wants to portray the fact that it's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of unique and new and fresh, which it kind of is. Um, so that's what you've just heard. The, the actual music was from the, from the end credits at the end yeah, of the episode. Cause that's the kind of like signature. Um, but yeah, so the pilot episode was called nice face, nice face, which is, which is great. It's not as good yeah. as calling it the pilot. So already, Minus points for no Minus theme song. Minus points, no theme song. Minus points is not called the pilot. No. They don't mention the name of the theme song because there isn't no. a theme song. Um, Minus three already. Yeah, it's already on seven out of ten. This is it's going to be bad. Um, but the um, but the whole series is essentially about uh, the relationship between the two lead characters who are on opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of crime. Um You've got um, Eve, played by uh, Sandra O, oh, um, Eve Palastri, and she is essentially after on the case. She's a detective. Inspe- well, I, this is right. So, clarify something from right at the top here. Yeah. Because I have her down as an assistant to Bill. Yeah, but she's still a detective, MI5. right? Yeah, well, I couldn't work out exactly how high her rank was. Clearly, she's an MI5. She's yeah. got clearance to see stuff most of us will never even get close to. Yeah. But she seemed to be sort of like a, a, a sort of right-hand woman to 
to Bill. So I assume that Bill was her superior. Yeah, he is her superior. He kind of like sets the sets her tasks, um, even though she goes a little bit off piece uh, quite a lot in this. Mm. Um, yeah, she's an MI5 security operative. Um, so I mean, she's just like an intelligent uh, intelligence yeah. agent, um, and she's on the case of an absolute psychopath um, called, called Villanelle, played by uh, the brilliant Jodie Comer. Coma is it Coma or Coma? I think it's Coma. Coma, yeah, I think I, I think, think it's Coma. Right. Um, I do often get like Chroma, uh, the place in Norfolk. Okay, I often get uh, curries mixed up with. Um... Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you're asking for a Jody. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I get a Jody, please? <laughs> a what? Coma. A cu- cu- a cu- oh, Jody Coma, is it? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so they're they're the kind of like two ends of the spectrum of crime. Um, but the the great thing about this is second it's... week running we've had. Uh, oh, sorry, second week week before last we had uh, yeah. psychopaths in blacklist and yeah and such. We, we've and got you. quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you. We're hot on our psychopaths on exactly. the pilot podcast. And Jodie Comer plays an absolute great psychopath. Yeah, she's very charming, very funny. Um, and the interplay between these two lead characters, it's a, again, it's a little bit Sherlock and Moriarty. They've got total respect for each other, yeah. yet they're the absolute nemesis of each other, yeah. the antithesis of each other. Um, and again, I I mean, I loved Sandra Oh in, in Grey's Anatomy. That's why yep. I first saw her. And I, I'm... I'll, Which we've already done, by the way. Yeah. If you're thinking, oh, you should do that, we've done it. We've done it. Have a look back. And do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll that's a hill I'll, I'll die on. That Grey's Anatomy is a great show. Yep. It's been going on for like 50 million years, and it's still on. Yeah. It's still getting renewed. It's on like season 16 or 17 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, George Clooney started. Yeah. No, that was ER. No, that's ER. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, medical dramas. Have we done Grey's? We've done Grey's Don't, Anatomy, and we've done. ER. Yes, we've done both of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this shit for two years, guys. So it's just quite <laughs> hard to keep up. Um, but, but yeah, so that's why I first saw Sandra. I was like, wow, she's, she's a force. Um, so now, right, so to start with, you've got an, a world where most people will never really truly understand. The world of sort of international um, uh, sabotage, spies, yeah. criminals on that sort of level. Right, but... But straight away, within the first five to ten minutes of this episode, you've got um, a bet being placed between Eve and Bill about whether it's um, th- these killings that have happened are a male or a female. She yeah. bets him twenty quid it's a, male, a female. Yeah. Um, and there's they've they both hung over. It's Saturday. They've been called into the office. Um, they both hung over because they've been at Bill's party the night before. They yeah. went karaoke and had a bit had a bit too much to drink. And actually, seeing that element of them makes them human. So we're we're where we could be quite, become quite detached from the likes of James Bond. Yeah. Because it's a world we'll never understand, never be a part of. And we never, never... see his home life really, do we? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whereas that's on this one, you've seen Eve wake up in the you know in the morning, screaming into a pillow, and yeah. her husband rolls over and like, what's the matter? What does the matter? He goes, I've slept on both my arms and they've gone dead and I can't <laughs> feel them. You know, and we've, we've, all, we've all woken up with pins and needles in an arm yeah. because we've laid on our own arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and those little, little things just make her human make her sort of relatable yeah the thing that doesn't make her relatable is the fact she takes leaps in logic quite a lot like she has a theory that the this killing that's happened in vienna is quite brutal killing um is part of like a serial killer's remit basically yeah she thinks they're connected to other killings as well and, and all of her superiors are just like no what, what are you on about this is this is just wrong um but like she's got it, she's got it in mind. She's kind of, she's used her own. She does this in her own time as well. She doesn't do it on police time. She's so obsessed with this. She kind of discovers that there's was one person who ends up being Villanelle, um, which is J- Jodie Comer's um, kind of Russian uh, super assassin. Essentially, yeah. she uses her beauty and her like brain to to kind of bamboozle guys and and, and kills them. To be honest, I'd probably let kill me. Like, <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, fair there's, enough. Really, there's worse ways to go, isn't <laughs> yeah. there? There's worse ways to go. I mean, it's real life. Fair enough. Yeah, you've you've uh, brushed up quite well. Um, so, like um, the the thing that I love about, uh, especially this pilot episode, is the fact that everyone almost dismisses Sandra at the start. Um, yeah. Because like she, maybe except, because she's well, a woman. Except maybe that's for um, Fiona Shaw's character, Caroline Martins. Yes. Which you don't realise that the start that she's not dismissed her you think she's been dismissed like everyone else has done so until sort of towards the end of the episode it's not spoilers we we make sure that you know we don't do too much spo- spoiling spoiling on the uh, on the podcast yeah. but um yeah it's it's one of those things that comes back at the end and you realize that actually carolyn hasn't underestimated 
Eve's abilities yeah. and sort of sight and vision uh, into these things because they meet up again towards the end of the episode as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, that's, he, and that's quite nice, the way that two women are sort of bonded over that kind of thing because, you know, it would it would strike me probably quite largely as a male-dominated oh, definitely, place yeah. like MI5 and yeah. likes. And, and you can see that by the fact that maybe... And again, we, we, just, we read stuff into the episodes as much as anyone else does watching these shows. But, you know, Eve is Bill's kind of right-hand woman. Um, the guy who's in charge is a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Carolyn's sort of head of the kind of Russian, I guess, sort of wing of things, keeping an eye on that particular yeah. part of the world, perhaps. I don't know. She but probably kept quite busy. Um, you know, of those people around that table in that, what, that first scene when they meet, there's yeah. only two women and they kind of instantly gel yeah some and, and that's quite nice it's quite nice to see the sort of the women kind of proving the guys wrong yeah and that's being demonstrated quite a lot in television nowadays mm-hmm. as well yeah um and i also like how kind of far this tv show goes because at points it's quite light it's quite it's an easy watch even though there's some yeah. dark things happening it's an easy watch yeah i'd agree with that um like for instance like you almost immediately warm to this psychopath because you think maybe she's got the best intentions maybe because she's one maybe they wronged her but no she's just doing it for fun yep. and, and money and money um, and, and they, funny she sees some pretty nice parts of the world she, she yeah she was in Tuscany one minute then she's in London yeah and she's kind of got she's got her own boss as well like like, like Eve has her own boss yep. she has her own bo- boss which is kind of like a fixer he kind of gives her the, the task of people to kill um, but like when she did her one of her last kills, she got spotted. There was a witness, and this witness is in a hospital in London. Um, so Eve has to essentially uh, protect Sign detail yeah. to protect her. But um, obviously, uh, Jodie Comer, being an absolute ninja, pro assassin, yeah, gets in there, just kills about twenty people um, and kills the witness. You say about twenty, she kills about four. I mean, to me, that's lots. It's more, it's more than one. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I was a witness, I'd more people than I am. Fifty million people died in that hospital. <laughs> I saw it, um, but um, yeah, and that, that kind of gives Eve some of the kind of the cachet with her with her, with her superiors because Bill's like, oh, okay, well, you kind of predicted that this was more than we thought it was, yeah. so he, he kind of starts to trust her by the end of, by the end of this episode that this is more than than we expect, and we kind of see the levels that that uh, Villanelle goes to in order to to kind of keep herself a ghost. We've done a show in the past and I can't for the life of me now remember what it was. Where P- Pugwall. It's Pugwall. It's not Pugwall. It must be Pugwall. Shut up about Pugwall. What, 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 what happens in it? And I'll tell you. <laughs> where the the female character makes good sort of insights and guesses going forward. Pugwall, right? And then the guy slowly comes round to her way of thinking and I can't... <laughs> Fringe? fringe a bit like that as well um, or not I can't no. remember I'm sure we've done something where that's a similar vibe in fact that I'm going to I'm going to say a similar sort of thing about the other show we're doing this week as well but it's not the first time in television where this idea of the woman being the main character that we're following anyway we're following Eve the character yeah. on this journey of trying to find this assassin and she's the one that's kind of on the right track and she has to now convince not just herself you know as to what's going on and try and track her down but she's got to convince everyone that's sort of you know work, she's working alongside yeah. as well that she's not completely gaga yeah and i mean we take it for granted being being guys we take it for granted the extra effort that women have to go into to, to prove themselves yeah. and to continue to prove themselves because like i guess if we if we train to be in the police force we'd, we'd have a, a a relatively easy time compared to Easier. a woman who has to keep proving themselves yeah um and and yeah, so this so we we see this in in both situations. We see it on on terms of uh, for the kind of the good side and the bad side yeah. because Villanelle has to keep proving it herself um, in this episode, and also because I've, I'm on to season two, it's still it's still a regular thing where she has to keep proving herself that she's up for the role, that she's not blinded by other things. Okay, well, don't um, you be blinded by season two because yeah, it's all about no, the pilot episode. <laughs> exactly. Remember, just episode one of which um, series one uh, was eight episodes long and series two likewise eight episodes so there's yeah. been 16 of them so far and it's originally broadcast on the 8th of april 2018 yeah just record, so it's just, only, a really. only a year ago only a year ago 42 minutes it's a bbc um show yeah um was it originally i didn't realize it was originally shown in america 
I think it was a or was joint... It originally, or was it originally broadcast here and America at the same time? I think so. Because at the end of it, the credits, you do see the BBC America yeah, BBC production. America. So, I mean, it could have easily been shown in there first, but I remember when it came out in America, everyone went nuts for it straight away. And um, and their marketing campaign, just with Jodie Comer with, with her arm around um, Sandra O's face, there's posters passed everywhere. I was like, what is this show? Yeah. Uh, brilliant advertising. And, um, and also, it's just... Obviously, people know who Sandra Oh is, but Jodie Comer, she's kind of come out of nowhere. Mm. Um, I can't. I mean, I know she's done a few things here she and there. She strikes me a little bit, aren't she? I think I'm trying to think of those shows we've done, like Luther. In a sense, that she's a little bit rogue. She doesn't mind doing she's, things against yeah. the grain. She's a bit like Irene Adler from Sherlock. Yeah. Um, and the or is it she called the woman in Sherlock, and then Irene Adler in um, Luther? There's always a female kind of like psychopath character in the in these yeah. shows, which reflects the real Sherlock Holmes books. Um, but yeah, it's um, and basically this episode ends in such a way. Again, we're not going to spoil it. In such a way where you're just you just need to see the next episode because you need to see what happens next. Yeah. She gets given a task to do and uh, we want to follow her on a task. An off-the-books task as well. Yeah. So he, he, and it's like there's you that whole that relationship. Shows, yeah. yeah, it's that relationship that you, you always look for in that first episode. Like, how who am I being told that I'm going in this show with? And it's obviously Eve in yeah. this show. Um who right at the start of the episode seems completely normal that she's fallen asleep on her own arms and made her arms go numb. <laughs> yeah. And by the end of it, she's on a secret mission on the side of her MI5 job. Yeah. And her with... husband is quite... He seems <clears throat> so blasé to the fact that she's, yeah. uh, his wife's doing some like, because, yeah, top as well, secret I mean, work. Again, not, not, not to spoil anything from the episode, but you know that she does stuff in this episode um, which leads to her and Bill getting fired. Um, and that sort of then sort of you, you then think well hang on a minute is she going to then do it off her own back yeah you know and that this, this is the whole thing at the start of luther when you think about how he was on um suspension yeah um from the scene that's right at the very start of episode one and then he kind of it's after he comes back from that and is he transformed is he sort of converted back to being a legit cop um it's a working formula which has been proven before and it's no surprise that this has gone down a treat really has I um, think it's won a bunch of awards hasn't it Jodie yeah, Comer's and they've also done the, I mean for those who are watching it um, uh, you know recently got into it like will you have watching this um, season 2 was dumped onto the iPlayer in one, one fell swoop yeah. apparently um, you couldn't I don't know if you could for, assume you could watch it one episode at a time when it was broadcast and then they just yeah. went like there's the whole lot I think at the end they just lumped it all together but like the way I watched it, um, I watched it just, I, I blitzed it all in one go. Um, yeah. And season two, I've been doing week week by week. Um, I mean, I could just watch the, because it's already been broadcast in full in America. I could just watch it all, but I'm, I kind of like the, having a little break in between, See, so I appreciate it. you're coming it. around to my way I, of I thinking. Think I am. It's taken some 105 shows, pilot episodes. So some shows, I agree, um, in, you need that break in between it's just so your, your mind can rest it. yeah but some some things if it's something like like a, like a comedy or a sitcom just blitz it it doesn't matter <laughs> it does matter it doesn't matter it does matter you um, should be made to wait for these things yeah. I love a bit of appointment television it's one of the things that comes up again and again on this podcast yeah. and obviously the writer and creator of this is uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge who um, did Fleabag and stars in Fleabag yeah. and it's just an absolute British talent and she's she's uh, worked herself into a, an unreachable niche mm. of being essentially a, a, an essential British uh, writer. I'm interested because you'll know the answer to this but yeah. I'm interested to see where Eleanor's character uh, grows into this. Uh, Eleanor being sort of uh, Eve's kind of go-to woman on the inside. She kind of always makes a phone call and says can you look up this for me? Yeah. And she makes a strange request Why about... Why her? I don't know. I think I feel like she's going to be the the key to whether or not Eve gets information or doesn't get information. She's almost like the inside man but not... She seems no a bit like the, she, she seems a bit like the Watson character from Sherlock, and you know that. I think you're going to be sort of okay, disappointed. Okay, fine. Okay, well, we are going to score that show out of our yeah. ten uh, park marks possible. Uh, bear in mind, we still have an eleven to play. Yeah, uh, we do have one eleven card each to play at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Just one, not like one a year, but one and one only. You should have used it for snatch, mate. I know. <laughs> I know. Might have saved it from being near the bottom. That's the lowest um, show, right? No, Big Bang Theory is Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> thank, God that, thank God that's finished. Oh, my um, God. 
So we have that, but we have um, some criteria to put it up against. So we'll do that after we've reviewed the other show this week, which is mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pleased to say that this one's called The Pilot, Ooh, uh, the first points. episode. So ding, already <laughs> yeah. got points. Um, it is the uh, amazing show, which has been out a lot longer than most people will realise since 2016, uh, featuring Mr. Keith Sutherland, mm-hmm. its designated survivor. Short, sweet, quite patriotic, within eight seconds. It doesn't, just screams America, doesn't it, it? Oh, it does. Oh, absolutely. You could, if you played that separately to people and said, where is this show based? <laughs> Immediately everyone would go, well, that's, that's American. You know, yeah. it, 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 don't know what it is about those notes in that little like, sort of motif, but there's something very American about that. And that's um, not a bad thing, given the, uh, given the placement of this show. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, however, sing Designated Survivor. Um, doesn't at all I mean it will also be a bit against the grain of the show I think if it was in that sort of barbershop style um, but there's no this is a show um, and for those who are designated survivor is a phrase that um, most probably probably don't even know about but actually is a real thing at the start of this show very very start yeah. it pans across um, possibly the Capitol building maybe the White House I can't remember which scene it is um, and there's some words and text appears on the screen uh, to say that a designated survivor is a chosen, a randomly chosen member of the political party that is um, sent to an undisclosed location yep. when Supreme Court and Congress and the government meet in the Capitol building in the unlikely event that something drastic happens. Yeah. Which is, I think, a very key thing to do because designated survivor sounds like it could be a made-up term. For sure. Yeah. But I've However, seen... I've seen something like this before. Okay. Do you remember the John Goodman film, King Ralph? No. The entire royal family gets electrocuted. So they go down the list and they're like, oh, there's only one, one heir. John Goodman. So they right. fly in John Goodman and he becomes the King of England. So why don't we do that show against this? Um, no, that's a film. Ah, okay. Um, well, that'd be, that's fine then. One of, the, one of the greatest films of all time. He, he builds a McDonald's inside of Buckingham Palace. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Brilliant name, that, film. name that film again? King Ralph. King Ralph on my watch list it's, for this brilliant. next few King weeks. King Ralph podcast, mate. <laughs> it is great. Uh, okay, maybe. Well, well let's discuss the that King after Ralph the podcast, podcast shall yeah. we? Um, We're doing enough as it is. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so whilst I think the description's a really good idea because it immediately tells you that this is a show that's being based on something that actually exists. So. Yeah you're not sort of led down a sort of dark path of this being maybe a fictional show. Obviously, it's a drama. Yeah. Um, but it is based in reality. I also do think that they're already sort of telling you something's going to happen. Yeah. Which... I mean, I'm, I'm not... I'm not, like, put off by... No. But I think sometimes you can spell out a bit too much about the story before it's even started. Well, this is the thing. I want to ask you the question. <clears throat> Did you know going into this that this would be mad this show was it's going to be mental um, this show's crazy no, no I didn't and <laughs> a bit like when we did um, Billions right with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Atchie and uh, Lewis yeah um, I'm not massively into American politics in that way I don't really yeah. care for it in a real sense or in a dramatical sense either in real life it's entertaining as it is uh, yeah I mean in some uh, <laughs> If someone said to me, Rob, oh, this is, this is uh, you know, a US politics um, um, sort of drama thing that's got some great actors in it, you should watch it. I'll be like, yeah, right, jog on. <laughs> but actually, having sat down and just watched the trailer of this when Netflix decided they were going to promote it on my login, yeah. I was like, oh, right, yeah, fine, I'll give it a go. Why not? I was in. Yeah. I, was, I think I watched the first four episodes back to back. Well, the amount of action that's in episode one. Yeah, just insane. Your first, insane. Clue, your first clue was Keith Sutherland. Yeah. Well, like... I, mean, I mean, the thing is, so the uh, title sequence doesn't yeah. actually happen until, the first, until four minutes of show have gone by. Yeah. So the first four minutes include this little text sequence on screen, um, followed by a sequence of events, and then bang, we're into the title sequence, that little bit of music you heard earlier with the designated survivor on screen. Yeah. Job done. We're in, right? Rewind 15 hours. That's where the show takes you now. It goes back 15 hours to the earlier part of the day. Yeah. Because uh, it's a night scene when it opens up. Um, 
Tom Kirkman is the character that Kiefer Sutherland plays. Yeah. Uh, he is the secretary for housing and development in urban areas or something like that. It's one of those job one titles of those, that we yeah, be get quite a proper fucking <laughs> like yes, prime yes yeah, minister. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chairman for the Department of Industrial Espionage of the whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of those. Um, he um, finds out uh, that he is being reassigned mm-hmm. to another position which and in fairness to him he responds and says have you just made it up yeah. you know like he goes was the, was the was the minister for um, hopscotch you know not available <laughs> that day you know um, but he's being reassigned to like Montreal yeah and being an ambassador of mm-hmm. some sort um, this is which, carefully orchestrated yeah so to be to, to be the day well he's supposed to find out the day later but he finds out before the um, the speech that the president's going to give that night at the capital centre, at uh, the capital city, sorry, mm-hmm. um, capital building, get my words out. Anyway, so Tom Kirkman is pretty annoyed. Um, and at some point that later that afternoon, he gets a phone call. Uh, he's obviously expecting to go off to the capital building yeah. to be a part of this speech. Um, he gets the phone call and say, you know, you're tonight's designated survivor. And he goes, what's a designated survivor? And I like the fact that actually yeah. even he is unaware. That's a lovely geni- stroke of genius mm-hmm. in the writer's part. To let, we're in the because point of view we are, of the, uh, We're yeah. sitting there going, what the hell's a designated survivor? Yeah. He's going, what's a designated survivor? And this is we're, the first 10 minutes. We're both going on this journey together. Yeah. And I'm absolutely thrilled by this this yeah. is very very good good way of getting us into the show yeah we're going on this journey with keith it's with like tom exactly like in pugwall where he goes pugwall oh Ke- for goodness Peter unwin george wall says it right up front so you know what pugwall is uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> this man's obsessed obsessed um uh, again, no spoilers in this show, um, yeah. but within the first four minutes, you've already seen an enormous explosion has occurred yeah. at the Capitol building. Very um, impressed by the by the CGI here. Yeah, it's really good, um, and absolute chaos ensues from here on in. I don't think there's a moment of calm for the rest of the episode. Yeah. It's fifty eight minutes long. Yeah, it's a proper hour long episode. Uh, they all are. And despite the first four minutes being sort of set out, the next 55 are absolutely balmy. Everything yeah. about it is nuts. I'm it's on to season two. On. I'm not there yet. Doesn't get any less balmy. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, there's a great combination of stuff. You know, We'd like to try and talk about not just the acting as well, but the cinematography of the shows, the way it's filmed, the way it's edited and things like that. There's amazing cross between steady cam work you know in those nice big sweeping shots mm-hmm. of the white house and the presidential control center to these moments where it's absolute frenzy and it's handheld yeah. style camera work and it just gives you that extra edge of like oh my god even the cameraman's running exactly and like you know, and that and just those little things that you don't consciously notice but yeah. you do subconsciously well like the, the interesting thing about this show as well is like it first came out around the same time that Trump got elected. So you were seen in the real life madness in the White House. <laughs> and then you see on TV yeah. almost like a reconstruction of the madness. Who can you trust? Who, who can you trust within your own team? It's exactly what Trump... I was watching Designing Survivor and watching Trump t- tweeting about he, he can't <clears> trust <throat> certain people. Get, he's sacking a whole bunch of his, his own team. Yeah. Exactly like what happens in this show. Um and yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy to me. Though Keeper Sutherland is a much better um, president <laughs> because they both have no <clears throat> knowledge or experience whatsoever in being in a president. Yeah. Uh, but one of them is Keeper Sutherland. One of them's uh, uh, crap. Named after a duck. Um, <laughs> so this just, just brings me to uh, the point I was making a little earlier with Killing Eve. How Eve is one of these female characters that's clearly got the sight and the vision to see stuff that others haven't. And she has to prove herself to her male counterparts and even her male superiors. Yeah. Um, FBI's um, agent Hannah... What's her surname? Lost it. Um, I can't remember what her name is. Wells. Agent yeah, Wells. Wells. Plays one Mag- Maggie Q. Um She's she, brilliant, by the way. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. I've seen her some other things. I yeah. can't remember what, though. But she's, she's been in a bunch of cool films. She's actually, great. Yeah. Um, she is... I mean, I wrote down, she's going to be key. A bit like Eve is. She's key to this <laughs> whole story sort of unfolding. Yeah. Um, and, and staying on track with the who's, why's, and 
you know, every, every other question you sort of asked throughout the show. Um, so she's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another person that I think is very key to this story and how it unfolds is, uh, uh, is the kind of relationship that um, Tom Kirkman, uh, Kiefer's character, the, the um, designated survivor, has with the current scriptwriter for the president, Seth Wright. Um, yeah, the uh, speechwriter. Yeah, speechwriter, yep. sorry, yeah. Um, played by Cal Penn, who's been in some great stuff as yeah, well. Because yeah. um, they immediately start off on the wrong foot when he's yep. talking to each other through the sort of wall of a cubicle in the toilet because Keith has just you know, vomited everywhere, realising he's now in charge of the, you know, the <laughs> free I world. That. I love that. Um, so I, bet one... you, I bet you Trump did that as well. Oh, he's like, oh God, what have Barack I done? Barack Obama did it. I bet everyone's done yeah. it before them. Um you know, with that, that moment of realisation, like, holy cow, yeah. I'm actually the boss, like, of all of it. <laughs> of everything. Holy moly, King that of the man. World. I mean, the nuclear football, what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a mad moment, but it's a lovely sort of um, bringing it down to earth kind of moment as well. And anyway, so um, Seth is in the cubicle and next door... Tom bursts in he's sick and he goes get it out mate it's fine he goes um, however it's you know we're probably all doomed because you know this new Kirkland guy's not going to be very good he shouldn't even be in power yeah unbeknownst to him he's talking to Tom Kirkmund yeah Um, anyway he comes out of the toilet and he realises it and you know and he asks him to be honest and he is and that's a lovely little moment of like he could choose to lie Mm -hmm. and then decides not to but then Tom says, you know, well, you've got 54 minutes to write me the best speech to convince the American people that I am the right guy. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. Um, and in that moment of sort of like clarity, there's sort of, it's a bit like when you've had too much to drink and you are sick. Yeah. And that moment afterwards, you're like, right, okay, enough of this. I'm going home. Um, it's that moment yeah, of like, yeah. okay, and now I'm sensible now. Okay, I'm fine. So, but did you find yourself while you were watching this, even even in that scene, is you know something's going on that's more than meets your, you know, these people potentially didn't die from a terrorist incident. It could be no. something on the inside. Well, uh, you can kind of o- get that. Only the point when they discover the unexploded. Yes. So it's that, it's that moment there. There's an unexploded bomb that they find in the in the devastation, in the uh, ruins of the building. Yeah. Um, obviously, a search can you know, immediately go. There's like a thousand politicians mm-hmm. and senators and yeah. and so on and so forth in this building. They go searching for any survivors of it. But you're meant to think it's a terrorist incident. <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which, uh, to be honest with you, for the entire first episode, I, that's how I feel. Oh, really? Um, and then I was sceptical straight away. Yeah, but you are. You're a sceptical yeah, kind of guy. I'm just, yeah. Um, you're sceptical shepherd. You were sceptical <laughs> Skeptical. Skeptical Shepherd. It sounds like a great animated cartoon yeah. mystery show where you have a, a cartoon talking pigeon. Yeah. Um, Mike Tyson Mysteries, are you there? Great show. Um, yeah, so you, you find the story, an unexploded bomb is found. Um, and at that point, I'm like, hmm. Because again, like you got, cause you're on this journey not just with Tom becoming the president of the United States of America, but you're on this journey as well with Hannah. Yeah. Then you take a couple of different journeys with this show. Uh, as you're sort of trying to work out how, who, why, and when this is all kind of tied together to. So you're on this journey with Hannah trying to understand it or unravel it all. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hang on a minute. Why would there... You know, that was a very, very well planned out explosion yeah. and there's an unexploded part no see see, this is the thing that that I think they've done suspicions wrong suspicions arise well in this episode you're following two people you're following the president and you're following yeah. Hannah Wells I would have liked this first episode just to concentrate on one character and then maybe just dip into to Hannah Wells but no, I think they do. I think that's. I think they do. So I don't think they go that hot, that far into Hannah's story to, enough to distract you. Maybe just give you. They give you. They give you enough in this first episode only to suggest that you're going to follow both of them. But obviously, Tom's the main guy. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going on his journey mainly, mm-hmm. and you're probably going to dip in and out of the investigation as to. Yeah. You know why. Um, and obviously, the problem is you've you've watched on like I have, so yep. I know where this goes, mm-hmm. and I know what you are. How far are you into it? I know you're alluding to things, and I know what yeah. you're alluding to, but that's not to spoil anything for anyone yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. watch it. Um, I'm probably about fourteen episodes in. Okay, it's a lot of episodes. Is it twenty? Yeah, it's twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two for wow, a series yeah. is. Uh, 
Yeah, it's quite quite a lot, but I, it's well worth it, and you can find easily find yeah. yourself doing two or three back to back in oh. no problem. And it's the, one of the maddest shows like I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, because it's like if you think um, Keeper Sutherland in Twenty Four was mad, every every episode oh. was a mad episode. This is like if that was Twenty Four, this it, is Twenty Five. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is so over the top. It's, it's absolutely uh, bonkers. You just don't know who to trust. You don't know who's lying. Um, it's, it's crazy. I'm surprised this took as long as it did to get the attention over this side of the pond because we do like American dramas yeah. here in the UK. I watched it straight away actually when it first came out in America. What, in 2016? Yeah, I watched it straight See, away. I never saw it until only this year, and to th- to you know to sort of hear and find out that I'm two and a half years behind time because it went on Netflix straight away. It wasn't on Netflix for a couple of years. Yeah, but they didn't I mean, promote it. Yeah, it's weird. And they didn't plug it in here in the UK, and then suddenly yeah. they're going like. You know, oh, Keith Sutherland's in this new thing. I'm yeah. like, oh, wicked, brilliant! I watch it, and they're like, what? This is like two years ago. Yeah, well, I'll pretty much watch him in anything to be honest. Yeah, so um, absolutely, it's always good. It's very, very good. Twenty uh, second of September, twenty sixteen, um, mm. and it was released weekly as well. Yeah, it was one of these weekly shows, which again is something I'm a big fan of. Um, in fact, seasons one and two were yeah. both uh, weekly appointment television. Season three, which has just landed on Netflix, all up there in one go. Did they? Oh, come oh, on, Netflix! No. You've let yourself down. You're, well, let, you're letting it slip, man. Well, it does work on some shows. Like, for instance, um, Orange is the New Black. That's that's always a binge watch. Yep. Dump it all in one go. People watch it Excited over the course for of the the final season of that soon. Oh, yeah. Love that show. One of the best Netflix Last season, produced. season six wasn't great, but we've talked about it in the past. Yeah, and I still like it. It was all right. I like seeing those characters again. It was, it was all right. Yeah. Season five is the slowest season in that, for my opinion. Season seven's the one coming. Quite excited to see yeah. how they're going to wrap it up. I want Crazy Eyes to kind of come out of it... Like a Buddhist monk. Yeah. And just be absolutely amazing and just dominate that she will. last season. Yeah. She will. She anyway, will let's not talk about that. Let's see if we can round up the designated survivor yeah, pilot the... and do some scores. Let's so we need some uh, commandments. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, I have 10 right here. Awesome. Um, do not cover thy neighbor. Oh, no, that's the wrong ones. Um, do you want to watch episode two, Killing Eve? 100% yes absolutely I do I will be watching it yep. I just decided not to as I hadn't already seen it ahead of recording so yep. Designated Survivor uh, yep also uh, yeah, I mean I did um, okay does it have a memorable theme tune no, no. either I think no neither of them Designated Survivor I would probably recognise quicker than the Killing Eve one yeah like if the music came on for Killing Eve it would take me longer to recognise it than the Designated Survivor thing yeah. possibly because it's longer Less identifiable. I don't know. But neither really have a memorable one or mention... the ball, basically. Or mention the theme tune, yep. or the title of the show. Mm-hmm. Does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Killing Eve? Absolutely. Yep. And also... Um, it's almost two journeys. Survivor. Almost two journeys there. Both yeah. the bad and the good. That's what makes the show unique. Yep. Yeah. Well, unique until you consider Designated Survivor, where you've got Kiefer Sutherland's character becoming the president, yeah. and this FBI agent going on this... And con- connecting other stuff. So they were both on the same side. That's they're both yeah. goodies. Yeah, so. I can't. I can't say anything else because it'll be alluding to other episodes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you pause for a pee? I would. I think you have to. Yes. In for Killing both Eve, shows. you absolutely have to. In Killing Eve, I would rush. My, I would rush my pee though. I would try and go as quick as I oh, possibly yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. I would try and hold it. Yeah. But if it was no good, I'd have to pause. Yeah, and if somebody's killing Eve, where you, I would just feel like I'm just going to go go right here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to do it. That's just disgusting. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Yeah, in Killing Eve, both of them, both the, both the yeah. psychopath and Sanjay. And Eve, uh, they're both lovable, great characters, and really well written, both badass as well. Phoebe Waller Bridge just smashed out of the park. Yeah, I've never seen Fleabag, by the way. So likewise, yeah. we'll do that at some point. We should do. Designated Survivor. Um, immediately feel for Tom Kirkman. You know, been thrown into a situation which he should never have been in. Yeah, but he, he grabs it with both yeah, hands. He wants to be in that situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's like you know, he's a family guy, and you know, just been told he's going to be reassigned and then nope you're yeah. the other boss uh, would you recommend it both yeah definitely hands down go and watch them both now I would recommend um, Doesn't Think Survivor if you want something that's just bizarre and fun full on Killing Eve I would say is the better show it's the thinking man show yeah it's just the better show better written yep um, more fun more kind of fun to watch as well uh huh um, yeah is there a mic drop I was going to say in Designated Survivor, but I kind of expected everything that was going to happen. I don't think there is in Killing Eve. No, I don't think there is in Designated Survivor. Okay. Uh, not in the pilot, at least. And I'm pretty. No, I don't think there's anything massively in Killing Eve. 
very possibly towards the tail end when the when Carolyn and Eve meet. That's a bit of a oh okay yeah it's not a mic drop though is it it's just no. a nice yeah, yeah, it's moment like, it's not a mic drop it's a oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> which is the half halfway version yeah um, it's like throwing a mic from one hand to the other hand that's what it is yeah yeah exactly it's like <laughs> dropping it and catching it with the other hand yeah and you're like, ah gotcha <laughs> 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 what am I going on about does it defy expectations <laughs> I'm just picturing you doing that <laughs> mic drop thing ah um, gotcha. <laughs> Try that tomorrow at work. Play the hits. <laughs> um, what's the question? Does it defy expectations? <laughs> I think both do. Um, I think I went into Killing Eve thinking, everyone loves this show. I'll watch it. I might like it. I loved it straight away. Brilliant. Uh, I had high expectations for Killing Eve. Yeah. They weren't what I expected it to be, but that's not a bad thing. They still lived up to... So lived up to expectations. Well, didn't... they lived up to expectations right. in a different way. Okay, but didn't exceed it. No, because well, it's come with a lot of hype. Yeah, and I've had a lot of people did. around me. Bear yeah. in mind, I I do work for Auntie Beeb as well, so yeah. lots of people are going killing Eve, killing Eve, killing yeah. Eve, killing Eve, and I'm like, all right, I watched it. Shut up. Well, on the other hand, doesn't like Survivor. I definitely didn't expect much from that. No and that's entertaining and, as yeah, hell. It's really good. So bizarrely, that one exceeded expectations. So is the hype real? Killing Eve, yes. 100%. Designated Survivor, it, it yeah. should have been hyped more yeah. earlier as well. And more, more to the point, it should have been hyped when it came out. So what we're saying here is one of them is rated, one of them's underrated. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and has it aged well? Well, yeah. The, the, I, I mean, timing on Designated Survivor is just It's just perfect. Impeccable. It's perfect. And they obviously started filming that before <clears throat> Trump was in. Yeah. But it's just... Kismet, that's the word. It's just uh, yeah, fate. True. And Killing Eve, I think, uh, will be one of those shows like Luther. It's a Luther, classic. It's already a classic. In 10 more years, 15 more years, people will still go back and watch Killing yeah. Eve in the way they watch Line of Duty and Luther yeah. but and what other I great... to do is, is after season two, stop it. Like, just keep it how it is. Two seasons, classic. What? Go out with I'm a ended. Open-ended as well. Well, I don't know what happens at the end of season two because I haven't finished it. No, no, no. Neither have I. But um, open-ended would be great yeah or even if season 3 comes along season 3 end it open ended I think that would spoil leave it maybe make a film to end it to close it off make a I, film I would much rather have shows that keep just stopping and, just, yeah. and you go like well, you can't leave it there I yeah. go yes I can yeah you can. Um, got something else going on now right, so with those things in mind yeah scores Killing Eve Killing Eve Nice Face episode 1 thank you um, episode 1 just going to change your name on my phone to Nice Face I will give this a 8.5 um, really really like Killing Eve um, strong which is impressive pilot. because it started on minus 3 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just very impressed by it um, and yeah it's just an exciting show to watch how about you I'm going to go 8 okay I put 7.5 down but having checked with you about it today I've yeah. kind of found an extra half mark nice. personally so I'm very happy to go with that um Right, so 8.5, that's 16.5. Decent score. Does it make the top 15? No, top it doesn't. 15? It oh, needs oh, well. 17 to get in the top wow. 50. Yeah, that's how many shows we've watched now that we need <laughs> oh 17 God. minimum, and even then it's not guaranteed to make the top 50. Wowzers. Okay. Um, but that's that's a very good score. Do yep. not be not... You know, do not come shouting at us on Twitter that 16.5 out of 20. Yeah. I think some shows would be killed to have that. Yeah. Um, Big Bang's Big Bang one Theory, of them. Yeah. Um, designated Survivor <laughs> then... Uh, the pilot, yep. um, for me, is a nine. Wow. Bang, I'm straight in really? there. Really? Yeah, no messing. I'm not even entirely sure why I don't give it more than that. <laughs> I actually I'm, did not expect you I'm, to do I'm, that. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why I don't give it a 9.5 or even a 10. Because I did not I, expect that at all. Because I think it's, it's absolutely... It's mental, though. It, yeah, it, that's, I think that's why it gets nine. <sighs> I think it is nine because I think almost sometimes you need a breathe, breathing space. And yeah. I don't think you ever get one. I know I'm, I'm forward projecting here the other episodes, but it's relentless and annoyingly, it you, the show doesn't let you stop after one episode. No, and you have to keep I, going, which we, is essential. Whilst we are asking, does it make you want to watch episode two? Yeah. Annoyingly, I stayed up until about half past one one morning yeah. at the weekend, admittedly. So no, don't worry, I didn't sleep deprive myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get up half two. Um, I yeah, I I binge watched like five episodes back wow. to back it's I, so annoyingly addictive it is so it's going to get a nine I can't I can't give it that high definitely okay, fine to me it's not as good as Killing Eve it's a strong pilot though that's this is what we, we listen you've got to go on the one episode and one episode only well then I'm going to have to give it a 7.5 
Okay. I'm going to have to give it 7.5. You it's great. Crafty it, moo. It's great, but it's not as good as Killing Eve in, in, in my book. All right, um, fine. They both get 16.5. Oh, okay. Ah. Even Peggins, which is pretty good. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Neither um, make the top 50. Neither make the top 50, which I know people are going to be like, ah, can you say that? Because then if you look at the top 50, you'll see why. We've got yeah. some amazing shows in there. Um, yeah, there's some absolutely epic shows we in there. Even put, Pugwall didn't even make the top 50. That's, that's how high our bar is now. Yeah, well, it's no surprise, is it? <laughs> um, all right, let's take 105 done in the bag. So yeah. for take 106 next week, what do you fancy reviewing? Ooh, we've had some suggestions on Twitter from some people. So we keep, keep them coming, guys. We'll give you our Twitter details in a bit. Uh, we've got some today. Did you, did you see the ones today? No. We had some today. Yeah. Oh, that's um, very had, remiss of me to have not cr- seen. We've had a few a few suggestions, but... Oh, crikey. Um, we'll add it to the list, of course. Um, I would like to do something a bit different I've had a, have, had an idea I think you should go first but bear with me alright I'm going to do some sporty things we've not done oh. we've not really done sporty things before no we haven't well we did Big Break which is the greatest theme tune of all time <laughs> as we, I have we did said Big Break. time and time again on yeah. a one man mission we to did make the theme it. song we didn't do the TV show did we no we haven't done it yeah. yet um, so we should do Big Break at some point yeah but I wanted to all right, sport one. So, can I can I propose a show at this point? Yeah, it's yeah. not my suggestion, but maybe go down this road. Okay. How about we do something like match of the day? And annoyingly, that is where the recording stopped. Note to self: buy more batteries for next week. Anyway, we are going to do match of the day, the very first episode from the mid '60s, and we're going to do it up against a show which finds itself on the opposite end of the day here in the UK. If you listen further abroad, thanks very much for tuning into the Pilot Podcast. Thanks for picking us. Um, So there is a show early on Saturday morning, which fans of it will be very familiar with, called Soccer AM. Originally hosted by Tim Lovejoy and Helen Chamberlain, we are going to go back and review the very first episode of that. So match of the day versus soccer am next week on the pilot podcast if you have got a show that you're currently watching or a show from yesteryear that you want us to go back and watch uh, then all you have to do is let us know on twitter jed shepherd is at jed shepherd that's j-e-d-s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d which sounds so much better when we do it together but there we are uh, and i'm on twitter at the Jellyman. that's t-h-e-e Jellyman. yeah again just really lacks a bit of jed Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week with more shenanigans on television pilot episodes, of course. Until then, um, oh, I need him to do the see you later alligator bit. I'm gonna do. A, I'll do an impression of him. Okay, right. Uh, and that leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. I realise that Jed Shepherd doesn't actually have an accent. How strange. <laughs>